Hi, and welcome to Radical Change Radio. Today, we're continuing with our series of podcasts on tribing, creating groups that work. This is part nine of the podcast series. And the topic of our conversation today are attributes that make great tribes work. On our last podcast, we spoke about the roles uh, of people that compose the tribe. And today, uh, we'll look deeper at a more fine level um, into the attributes that need to be present in the, in the people that form the tribe uh, that we found are essential for the tribe to be successful. So, uh, we will speak about seven different attributes. Uh, these are discipline, non-attachment, glue, Egolessness, intensity, openness to change, and value alignment. Mm-hmm. Well, let's jump right in. Our first one is discipline. The way I think about discipline is that this is core. If, if we are not disciplined in how we approach things and to move towards something that we agree as a group consistently and regularly things will fail in other words uh, being able to set and say this is what we are going to be doing this is what we are committing to and this is how we are going to show up to do this work as a group regardless of what else shows up in life to me that is discipline it calls for making a commitment and keeping up with it not just for yourself but for others as well Especially when you don't feel like it. <laughs> Especially when it's easy to say no. But showing up when it's easy to say no. Showing up when you don't want to. And showing up in spite of your failures is what, in my opinion, constitutes discipline. This is the recipe that moves you towards the way I think about a genius code or a success code. Because anyone can show up and anyone can do things when they feel good about it. What makes the difference is doing those things even when you don't feel so good, even when you don't feel so great. That's discipline to me, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I find this so critical and probably because I'm not particularly strong at this attribute and had to learn uh, some of it from, from you guys, actually, from both of you. Uh, I think you exhibit it very strongly. Um, coming from the... Um, you know, not having it very strongly in myself. I know how <laughs> difficult things get when you don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to, to be honest, I don't even know what to add. I mean, you, you kind of got to kick yourself into action, whether you like it or not, if you set out to do something. And, uh, uh, but actually, one thing I want to add to this is it may sound uh, like you may not enjoy it, when things get rough and you kind of have to push yourself and suffer through that but actually i find that it's uh it's not necessarily true so uh it may be a moment of uh i wouldn't even call it suffering but like a moment of effort 
to push yourself doing something but once you start doing uh if your values are uh aligned with yours right if whatever you're doing uh, the value of it aligns with your own values uh you very quickly get into the groove of it if you will and uh you know it's the, the at least to me the discipline it goes kind of in spikes right so you, you have to like push yourself once and then it just mm-hmm. goes I, I think it's mm-hmm. important. I think I think discipline is especially important to overcome inertia. While you're all moving, it's easy to maintain that discipline. But discipline is really required when some inertia has set in into the system and you need to reboot or restart or regenerate. That's where discipline becomes critical and the failure to have that discipline then leads to failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... and um I do want to point out that all of us uh, are very disciplined. We know how to do this. Um, simple example is brushing teeth, right? Pretty much every human being on the planet brushes teeth. I hope regularly. so. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, right? <laughs> all right. Uh, but so, you know, uh, we all have that skill in, in us. Uh, just a matter of applying it uh, where you want it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next attribute that we found critical is non-attachment, uh, specifically to goals, uh, to um, plans, uh, and uh, even more importantly, to results. Um, we found that uh, what works best is when there is a certain amount of fluidity to our group. Um, because unexpected happens all the time. Uh, uh, moreover, even even um, when things do go as planned, uh, we often build in a certain amount of um, kind of like ra- randomness to the to the process, uh, which can l- result in 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 different new unusual outcomes. Uh, and and I, and I think this is great. Like for example. Uh, we might have a topic of a podcast that we want to record, but then we get together and in the process of discussing, we realize that, well, this topic doesn't really serve you, our audience, so well. Uh, and we change it uh, slightly or sometimes a lot so that it, 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 it's, we get a better result out of it. But we're not attached to, you know, let's do a podcast on X. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I find that actually uh, true in uh, many areas that you, you can plan your head off you know, about something and then uh, when it comes to actually doing it, it always goes differently, uh, even if slightly, but usually quite a bit. And it's actually, as you said, it's, it's great because uh, you find something that you haven't expected before you learn something new. And uh, um, say... Uh, these days, right? I mean, take RCG as a as a model as we are trying to do in these podcasts, right? Uh, we come to this this very podcast actually. We just okay. So what, what have we done last time? You know, well, it's uh, it's been uh, I don't know more than two weeks at this point. Uh, but let's let's just figure out what to record here, right? And uh, what's the result of it? We actually don't quite know yet. We have an idea where we're going, right? But uh, what's going to come out really out of this podcast? Well, we'll see. It's interesting, right? We'll probably learn something from each other as we are talking. So I'd, I'd say this is uh, this is probably one of the most interesting uh, uh, attributes, I'd say. 
Yeah. The the thing about it also this way, uh, when we started with RCG, right? I mean, it's quite phenomenal if you think about the journey we've been on, you know. Um, 225-odd podcasts, a million downloads, but we didn't plan for it. Nor were we shooting for a goal that said we want a million, we want 200 recordings, none of that. We said, this is what we are exploring. What happens, happens, right? And we were not attached, not marking it by saying, okay, this is a specific goal we want to achieve. Uh, Arman wants to become a relationship expert. I want to become a strategy expert or a strategy guru. And, you know, Sergey wants to become a creativity guru. That is not how we started. We may end up that way or, or not, but we are not attached to that particular goal. This non-attachment to an external goal or an external marker to drive it, this this whole so-called KPI culture, key performance indicator culture, mm-hmm. I think actually mm-hmm. is the antithesis of good teams working over a long period of time. KPIs may work in short term, they may seem interesting and a smart way to do it, it just gives you measurable, some so-called measurable, tangible things. But I'll just say this, look at Wall Street. If you think that is functional, then get attached to goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard to measure anything uh in the especially in creative environments which is w- what we are mostly talking about a creative uh, by creative here I, I don't necessarily mean that you know it doesn't it cannot be let's say high tech uh what i mean is uh it's it's always uh generative uh, rather yeah generative perhaps is a yeah. better word yeah and uh, it's hard to say, you know, what are you going to measure it by, except maybe very high level stuff. Like, okay, can we have we actually made this right? Does it does whatever we made work? You know, does it uh, does it uh, achieve the the purpose? Are we happy with it? You know, but that's um, that's a very subjective measure. It's a it it's more like. Um, I don't know. It's kind of fun to go with the flow sometimes, uh, while keeping your eye on the goal. The, the, yeah, I think I think one way to think about this, right, uh, is see the the analogy of a river. A river's end goal is to end up in the ocean, mm-hmm. right? That it does end up in the ocean, but it doesn't say that I'm going to take the shortest route from the source in a straight line to the ocean. That wouldn't be fun. It it meanders, <laughs> it moves to the parts of least resistance, and in the process finds its way to the oceans. I, 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 I truly believe this, that we are, we do have a teleology, we do have a directionality, and, but letting, letting that direction unfold itself and not being attached to it is what allows mm-hmm. the river to find the path of least resistance to its end goal. Does that make sense? Yeah, and we, 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 you know, it kind of goes uh, right into the next uh, attribute, the glue, that, you know, while the river doesn't have this uh, uh, attachment to a particular way of getting to the ocean, right, it might, it might just become a delta from the beginning, right, and just spread out mm-hmm. for the half of the continent and just go, go out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that usually. It kind of keeps together, yeah. right? Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, it stays as an entity. Yep. Yeah, yep. in fact, it gets bigger, you know, anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think I think this takes us to our third attribute. Uh, we, talk, we talk about being the glue. Uh, and, and here what, what we've been talking about is how do we essentially stay connected with each other? Because in, in getting disconnected, the power of the river diffuses, right? But in coming together, bringing these different streams together, 
in our case we were three different streams that that initially started this mini stream mm -hmm. and in the process of bringing over 12 collaborators together it essentially these 12 different streams converged came together to form a a larger river which is aimed towards some ocean i don't know where that is but it's it's headed that way right but i think the the critical aspect is being the glue and i think i think for me at least what the glue is is convincing these other streams or convincing these other people that there is more power together in the service of something greater than oneself mm -hmm. that's essentially how i have at least been pitching this whole notion of glue and bringing these people on board to say hey let's let's move forward on this yeah uh, i think of glue as additionally as as, as the relationships that 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 connect the uh, members of the tribe and uh, that in some way the relationships are more important than than the goal um, that's why while the goal changes the the relationships the glue stay and keeps Correct. the tribe going in one direction mm -hmm. and it's also it's kind of like uh, my analogy is like this um, I don't know, like imagine like a ball made of springs, you know, and each uh, or like a tetrahedron if you're <laughs> geometrically inclined, made of springs, you know, um, each point is attached to every other point by springs, and it can change its shape like uh, as it bounces up and down. But then, but then the it comes back springs to a pull structure. It, it back together and keep one shape and going in one shape together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know why this is, this is, this is weird, but I, I get this, as, as you were talking about it, I got this, you know, image of three guys streaming in three different directions. I, I, it's just silly, but, uh, uh, <laughs> um, no, but, but then uh, I, I guess the, the part of this glue is, uh, uh, uh somehow, I'm trying to find what to say about it, and and for some reason it keeps. Uh, I, I keep coming back right to the last uh, uh, item on the list, which is a value alignment. Uh, why don't we uh, Why don't we deal with that first? Then go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's related or not, but in my mind, for some somehow it's, it it, it has a lot to do with that uh, as well. So uh, if if our values are similar, at least on a higher level, like we're trying to achieve the same thing at the end. Uh, then uh, uh, we we will have we will stay together, right? It's it's the the group will stay together. So uh, uh, it's not that it's necessarily the same thing as the glue, but it's um, maybe there is like for example between the three of us, right? One of the one piece of the glue is uh, humor. So we keep uh, you know making jokes about each other and uh, especially offline. Uh, and seriously, you don't want to listen to that one, uh, you know, on the radio. But uh, but it's fun, and uh, uh, that that's one of the one of the things that keeps us uh, coming back together and uh, uh, have some fun, just just talking. And uh, I guess another one is that uh, we actually discovering something about ourselves, uh, and that's another big value that we have together. And again, this uh, again brings us uh, back together again. I guess another piece of the glue is the discipline itself that we already talked about, which uh, is organizing it and saying, "Oh, look, you know, we kind of ran out of a podcast. Let's record another one. Uh, let's set the date. You know, uh, uh, cut out the time and actually do it." Right. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm splitting the hair on it now, but uh, there are like I'm seeing several different pieces that kind of pull together from different attributes. I, I, I think there's an interesting piece here when you said, you know, the, the values alignment is critical. I think um, the best way I can think about the values alignment is that it serves like the, the, the central organizing entity mm -hmm. that keeps these different pieces together. So in, in, in some ways, you know, uh, a, a metaphor here is that each of us is a planet into ourselves, right? A world into ourselves. But there is a sun around which we rotate. So around which we go go around, and and the mm -hmm. sun, the, that gravity from the sun essentially keeps us in our orbits and allows us to function as one system. In 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 this case, those values, the whether it's humor, whether it's you know our own consciousness and uh, uh, our consciousness and our growth, and a perspective to to give something back, is is kind of those those key values keeps this solar system, if you will in mm -hmm. in in orbit as one entity as one unit together mm -hmm. well um, our metaphor is getting bigger <laughs> um still just a speck in the universe <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have a lot to go yeah. <laughs> uh yeah uh well, I don't know. Do, do we actually want to uh, continue on value alignment then, since we I studied think, about I think, it? I think, I think that, that pretty much covers it, right? Is there anything uh -huh. else that we need there? So I think it's very critical that the values of the people are, at least the highest values, one or two of those values are deeply aligned with each other. Because if one person is shooting for freedom and one person's highest value is freedom and the second person's is security, good luck. Because one will want to jump <laughs> off the plane and the other wouldn't want to leave the earth. So yeah. <laughs> good luck trying to... Uh, get those two working together. Uh -huh. Well, I think I think the the attributes uh, they are um, like systemically they have little different um, properties to them. So, like say something like discipline, right? Um, you don't necessarily need all the members of a tribe to have. Uh, to score very highly on on, on this attribute, uh, it's enough that 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 a certain uh, uh, core uh, critical mass of discipline is in the, in the tribe, and then mm -hmm. that as gravity pulls the the, pull the whole group forward. Or say the same with glue. Often it might be enough for one person to be extremely, uh, you know, uh, team and 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 and. Uh, and relationships oriented to keep uh, uh, the the tribe going, but then there are other attributes like say value alignment where everyone has to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If one person doesn't doesn't have the, the same values as others, he'll just drop off. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And we've seen that with some of our collaborators. If you think about it, right? yeah, we did. Uh, where we worked with a few and uh, uh, they were in it for completely um, completely different reasons and very quickly they dropped off and faded away mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um, yeah by the way uh, an interesting uh, side point is that what we've just demonstrated with uh, shifting the order of uh, our, you know, you, you, you have, right? I mean, we just, we just laid, you, you laid out the order. Okay, here are the attributes, right? And we completely shifted the order totally. Uh, so here is your non-attachment right there. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, 
Uh, which one's the next one? I, I don't know which one to pick. I think you want to speak about intensity. <laughs> yeah. Um, intensity. Okay, let's speak about that. So let's see. What do I want to say about that? Well, uh, I guess it's boring if it's not intense. That's what I would say, right? It's just it's just boring, plain. It's it's not going to be interesting. It's just, you know, the whole thing is just going to collapse and die and, you know, be there. Because you have to have a certain amount of energy in it right so it's yeah like, like velocity a fuel. right yeah right, right yeah like it's like a fuel if you will right so. I, yeah it's 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 what brings aliveness into a system right uh-huh. and uh, i don't know i want to steal a dancing metaphor here if i may it's it's almost like the chaos right it's it's, mm-hmm. it's staccato and chaos you can't you can't always be in freaking flowing <laughs> or, or yeah. right so so this is this is the juice that uh, that uh, uh, you know, it's the high octane fuel in a sports car that gets that baby moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as an example, we go through these periods where we work very intensely on RCG, meaning very frequently uh, recording a lot, a lot, a lot of podcasts. And then we go through these periods of um, stasis or plateau, like hibernation, where we back off, and then we're back in very intensely. So, so, so we, we oscillate, and and um, I, I'm pointing this out specifically that it's not like we're intense all the time, because that, in my experience, leads to burnout. Yeah, you need, oh, yeah. you do need these different phases. Absolutely. Yeah. So think of it as intense activity and intense rest. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, think about it, right? The first six, seven months, we met every Saturday for the whole day getting things together putting this it was for almost six seven months we did that when we first started with rcg right Mm -hmm. it was a momentous task to even get 20 recordings out of the way and then i think just before we started driving we almost took a break of six months where we were like okay this feels like there's there was a closure and we needed to think about what comes next how do we how do we jump into that piece again Mm -hmm. we got we got on intense phone calls about, okay, what is striving? How do we think about it? We gave ourselves challenges, right? I was to take this in martial arts. You were to take this in business. He was to take this into, uh, Sergey was to take this into movie making mm-hmm. and test whether, okay, this is whole true or not. So that calls for a certain amount of intensity and putting yourself out there. And I think that's the stuff that aliveness is made of. And if you don't have it, then, hey, you might as well be six feet under and... Uh, <laughs> you know yeah allow the worms to be intense with you <laughs> yeah it, it's part of life yeah, I mean, yeah. and 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 you're right i i, I want to uh bring it back again that you can't be intense 24 7 true i mean uh it's it's more like bursts of intensity yeah that, that's the probably the best uh, uh mode of operation mm-hmm. yeah all right, what's next? All right, uh, let me speak about the next attribute, openness to change. And specifically, we mean change of self. Mm, we have, across these years of recording the the uh, podcast, we have, each one of us has changed greatly. Um, partly through outside influences, but in to a great extent through the work of RCG through the experiences we've been through, through the people we've we've met and the different 
seminars we took and through through the lens of each other uh, and, and this is 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 to me it's connected with Val Alana because what happens well, in every relationship right initially people get together and some commonalities uh, pull them together and they join in this flight right and initially the values are aligned and they go in the same direction but then with time right uh, it, the trajectories which appear to be parallel actually actually might be going in different directions and unless there is openness to change of self uh, the trajectories uh, the will part from each other. So this openness is what allows the, uh, the self-correction of, of personal evolution in the same direction. And, and I think this attribute is, 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 is true for tribes, for, for personal relationships, for couples. Basically, a, a, anywhere you have, you have more than one person, it is true. And probably true for one person inside of yourself as well, different parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree. So, so it's it's one side of it, right? Uh, definitely, that in order for the uh, for the tribe for for a group to stay together, uh, everybody needs to do a little self uh, course corrections all the time. Uh, there's also a bigger arc to it in my mind that uh, the whole group is also going to change uh, and evolve as a single mm-hmm. organism, and that alone is also. Uh, I mean, it, it, it might actually diverge quite greatly from what it was originally. Like RCG, I mean, we, we've actually changed directions for, I don't know, three, four times already. And um, uh, what RCG is now is, uh, it, it has, well, besides the actual fact that we're still recording podcasts, other than that, it has very little to do with what it started with. So... Um, that that change in itself is uh, so you, you kind of have to uh, follow uh, along with that if you want to stay in that group, uh, and uh, I guess that's 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 a bigger change uh, in my mind than uh, just uh, aligning in between ourselves somehow. I don't know if that makes sense. But, yeah, sure thing. Uh-huh. It does. It does. Yeah. Think about it this way. You fall in love in high school. You're one person. You come to college. Let's assume that you're staying with the same person through this entire period, right? You come to college. Your relationships with this person will change as you grow as well. You get out of college. You decide to, say, get married. From from two individuals, you become one unit, one family. You have a job. You have to provide you function now as a team, yet another change has happened. Mm-hmm. You have kids, and now the focus, the goal again has changed from just looking after yourself to looking after this child as well and making sure this child becomes functional in the world. So you, as a couple, have gone through these big changes through these phases of time, and you're open to it now. If one of the two decides that they want to remain exactly as they were when they were in high school, guess what's going to happen? One's going to mature and the others are not, mm-hmm. which is essentially going to lead to a dissolution of this functional tribe, a functional group. So this is this is available in every aspect of our life if you look at it, right? Uh, and the metaphors are all there. Just like as you would make a relationship with a family work, 
you have to be open to these different stages of our growth and to be able to reinvent who you are and your relationship with that which is greater than you in a systematic way. So that's that's the way I think about this through a metaphor. It's it's like who said this? Uh, even if you're on the right track, you get run over if you just sit there, right? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So. Uh, so if you if you think about it, these are the seven attributes: the discipline, the non-attachment to a goal, being a glue, egolessness, we, maintaining that intensity. We didn't talk about egolessness, yeah? Did we? We did. No, we haven't actually. <laughs> yeah, we are so egoless, we forgot about ego. <laughs> How appropriately we skip that one? Eh? Yeah. Ego uh, is strong in that one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Karan, you want to take that? It doesn't go according to our plan, but what the heck? You want to take that, Karan? Uh, Sergey, why don't you speak about it? Okay, he's trying to put me back on track. All right. Um, yep. <laughs> well, um, actually, it's kind of funny. I, I, I don't know what to say much about it apart from... Uh, it's it's an attribute that sort of follows immediately from pretty much everything else, right? So if you have if you have your values aligned together, then uh, it's no longer about like me and myself. It's about the whole group because the whole group now has those values, right? If it's um, if you're open to change, right? So who am I? Because I'm gonna be changing, right? It's not really my ego anymore. It's not like I'm gonna change more than you do, you know. Uh, it's well, I don't know. It doesn't quite really make sense to me. Uh, if you take um, well, non-attachment is another one, right? Uh, so uh, you can't have non-attachment and egos flying. Uh, I just can't imagine that. I mean, it's kind of weird. So. To me, it's an attribute that kind of follows from everything else. You just, you're just not going to fit the group, basically. You become this asshole that basically everybody's going to kick out pretty quickly if you, if you do. I don't know. You know, me and Mahipal, we succeeded pretty well being, being two... Uh, um... Assholes. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, but uh, you yeah, see, see, your 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 values are kind of aligned in that, if you will. Let, let me. <laughs> yeah, but let me, uh, let we were, yeah. you know, we were each fighting for status, right? And then yeah. this is this uh, made things difficult we in the beginning. And thank God it, it we we resolved it because if we didn't, I think that would have blown blown our tribe apart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, l let me try this, right? I think in order for you to be egoless you have to have a strong ego. What that means is your sense of self is so so within yourself that it doesn't need validation from outside. Only then mm -hmm. can you let go and have that flexibility to be able to try different things out. Right? I was having a recent conversation as we were talking earlier that you know one of my coworkers was telling me how I need to be I need to be a brand. I need to be recognized as a brand. And what we are talking about is branding our being, where your sense of self is so strong that regardless of what the other person says or doesn't say, it doesn't affect how I see myself or my relationship with myself. But when our 
when our structures, our psyches are so accustomed to being recognized or not recognized by the other and the other saying, hey, you are a dumbass, for example, if that completely shakes your sense of self, shakes your sense of being, then uh, you actually will not be able to be egoless. So uh, to be egoless actually requires you to have a healthy ego, a good, strong, functioning, healthy ego so that you can let go of your ideas of self and just be who you are and, and go with that flow. That's what egolessness means to me. That's how just I like with, um, you know, with uh, monks, right? Uh, in order to renounce the world, you first have first to have it. must have the world. <laughs> yeah. So yes. if you're renouncing your poverty, <laughs> yeah. you're not really doing anything at all. <laughs> yeah, you're not really doing anything at all. Exactly. All right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You gotta have it before you uh, let it go. Um, mm-hmm. So, guys, I mean, we we took up challenges and we were working on the tribes. Some of us have, we've had some, some successes and some failures. We've talked about how these attributes are important. How about jumping in and talking a little bit about where we've tried to create these tribes and what was missing and we failed and how we are going to take corrective action in the near future. Do we want to try that? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, just uh, uh, to, to write on that, it's the at, these attributes are often noticed by their absence. Yep. The, the, the most noticed by their absence. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, 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 I don't know, I can, uh, I, I can give a, well, I'm not going to get into specifics here, but uh, I did work on a, on a, actually a couple of teams uh, that, uh, uh where somebody would just uh, be an asshole, you know, for one way or another, and uh, to me that would, uh, you know, which which attributes would be missing, right? So uh, in one case it was uh, uh, the egos flying, and uh, another case uh, it was, uh, you know, the, uh, the person was really attached to a particular outcome, just this way, and you know, nothing else, and that was it, and. Uh, in either case, it was very difficult. I mean, basically, that killed the whole fun to begin with, at least for me, that's for sure, uh, until we got rid of uh, the nuisance. Uh, and uh, it also impeded the the progress completely. Like, if you think about it, right, you, you might think that, well, uh, striving for a goal and, like, setting your eye on it and just going for it should bring you there faster, right? But turns out no it, it completely destroys the uh, the spirit of it and you just stall you just don't go anywhere because you just don't want anymore right the intensity totally I mean the intensity actually goes the wrong way so it goes into the brakes as opposed to the uh, to the acceleration and uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah I guess that was that was uh, uh, your example my example yeah uh, so I was uh, I was trying to put together this martial arts piece uh, over the last year, um, trying to expand what we're doing and bring in some other folks into the fold. And what I found was that three things were absent that that led to the dissolution of that tribe um, even before it started. Right, the three things that were absent were um, values alignment, openness to change, and egolessness. I think people were so so tied up into being recognized as, for example, a authority or not, to 
they wanted to do things as they've always been status quo so that willingness to change was quite absent mm-hmm. values alignment yeah this was this was um, this was uh, completely off the charts because uh, uh, of the three people that were here one was on value system four one was on value system five and one was somewhere else not in those two value systems Uh, so I was not being driven by money, nor was I being driven by maintaining status quo of rules and uh, uh, rules and structure as it has been for thousands of years. No. So when when you have these three different epicenters in the same organization, <laughs> it doesn't work too well. So so it didn't it didn't work out as I planned. So what did I have to do for me to create my own tribe? Uh, I decided I said, hey, okay. The, the values have to be aligned there has to be egolessness and you have to be willing and open to change and now the organization is starting to grow again that tribe is starting to grow again because it's been aimed uh with similar things towards similar end goals while having fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah you, you you have an example Ramon, you want to share no every single one of my team was just per Yeah, we know that. But <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, in all seriousness, um so uh, I ran a startup uh, for the last couple of years, so about eight people and um things were challenging. This was in a country far away from America. <laughs> um with very different values and this was the biggest challenge the value alignment um in some ways you can kind of trace a lot of the other attributes to value alignment um mm-hmm. uh but um, other things that were really not clicking the, there was a lot of egos involved um and Fortunately, with egos, it takes one person with the uh, <laughs> with a conflicted with a conflicted ego. Mahipal, do you like that way yeah, of, of course. Uh, uh, phrasing it? Of course, you and me, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all it takes is one person with a conflicted ego to uh, really poison the atmosphere in the group, mm-hmm. um, and then. And not willing not having not willing to change at all um so a lot of things were off um and it's just hard to work in a group like that uh hard and then kind of draining and really and gets depressing if if you do it for too long mm-hmm. So my my biggest lesson is, is is the one thing I didn't do is when I was uh, hiring this team uh I didn't uh put the value alignment as the number one priority. No, I had my reasons. Uh just in this part of the world it's hard to find people with values like mine. Uh but still that that should have been number one priority and going forward it will always be It's better to not work with anyone rather than work with people who are mismatching. Yeah, that's kind of my hard learned wisdom. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. We we seem we seem all agree with that one because you know even before the podcast recording, right? We had conversations about numerous occasions, right? That we're probably not going to share, but nonetheless, right? Uh, that uh, it takes one as whole to ruin the whole thing, right? And uh, uh, the same time, it takes a, a critical mass, as you mentioned, uh, of uh, people with aligned values to get the tribe going. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not all downhill, right? I think the, the the interesting way of seeing this is these are the seven attributes that you want in place. Mm-hmm. Most likely, in the most teams that you work, there will be one or two attributes that are, that are going to be out of sync or absent. So, think about it this way: What do you have to do, and what do you have to be, in order to bring that attribute to a functional level? And sometimes. Uh, Sometimes you have to know when to call it quits, and sometimes you have to know how much intensity you want to put in to to make that particular attribute come alive for the organization as a whole. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so to wrap it up, um, we talked about seven different attributes that we consider critical for a well-formed tribe. Um, we talked about discipline, non-attachment to a goal, glue of members in the tribe, egolessness of status, intensity of work, openness to change of self, and value alignment of everyone. So, uh, with this in mind, do you guys have any parting thoughts? I'll I'll just say this. Um, when anytime you start a group or a tribe, you're not going to have all these things present, and it takes conscious effort to bring these attributes uh, to function in a systematic way. So pick those one or two people that you work well with, and then assign owners to say, okay, you know, take a function together and bring these attributes into being so that uh, we can make this group functional. Above all, have fun. If you're not having fun, you're not building a tribe. <laughs> yeah, well said. I don't think I have much to add to that. <laughs> All right, then with that, well, may you be happy. Um, have a wonderful time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and see you soon in the next podcast. The copyright of this recording is owned by the Radical Change Group and the individual contributors. Permission to copy and distribute freely is granted, provided that the entire recording on this notice remain intact. Please visit us at www.radicalchangegroup.com. Your comments and feedback will be greatly appreciated.